MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good to have you on board. Follow the money. Peace in the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss along with Paulie Howard in downtown Las Vegas at the Circa Sportsbook. Adam Chernoff, product manager at Covers. Uh, Dynamite on the NFL going to join us coming up in approximately one hour. Last night in Major League Baseball, we had a first and we had a second. And by that, I mean this. Eloy Jimenez of the White Sox became the second Major League Baseball player to have two-plus home runs and five-plus RBIs within the first five innings in back-to-back games since the RBI became an official stat in 1920. He joins, you probably know this, Paul, uh, same year as the Expos that, uh, with that trivia question you had earlier today. He joins Cincinnati's Lee May, who did so both games of a doubleheader, July 15th, 1969. So that's only the second time it's happened. The first was what took place in the Yankees and the Royals game last night. Uh, first game in Major League Baseball history in which both teams scored in the 7th, 8th, ninth, and 10th uh, innings. Tim Kirkshin's right. He always talks about this. He's been co- covering and following baseball his whole life. But you watch, you, you'll see something new almost every day. The sport's crazy. That's very true. With that, mm-hmm. with what happened in the White Sox game, with the, I mean, it's just, it is astonishing what happens on a nightly basis in Major League Baseball. So the, the feedback that we've gotten so far today on Twitter and via email, ftmadvison.com, like early here, rivals like anything that we've gotten in terms of feedback over the last couple of months for a game. This is nuts. What mm-hmm. about this tweet from Ian? Uh, the Yankees with those four blown saves in the game last night. Think about that for a second. Mariano, Mariano Rivera blew four or fewer saves in a season eight times, including six seasons in a row late in his career. <laughs> Hard to do. I can't Are you kidding me? It. I can't believe it. And we bet this stuff. Yep. Man. Think about that. First game in MLB history, in history, in which both teams scored in the seventh, eighth, ninth, and tenth. I can't believe it. That's why the, the first fives are... It's turning into, you know, it should be a more popular bet than full game. Really? Totals 10. No score in the seventh. Loser. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give you yeah, another one. Under. I, I, so this, this was an angle from uh, Matt Stryker, who does the uh, show, Better's Eye, on Major League Baseball. It debuted on MLB Network yesterday. I did a, like a three-minute hit with him. Stryker brought up, he's getting into betting first threes. He's like, you, if you know the starting pitcher that day, 
One like, time through. It's one time through, uh-huh. right? You're not going to have, in theory, any shenanigans beyond that. It's going to be this guy. He's getting that lineup one time. You can bet first three. You're not going to have to rely on any bullpen crap that comes through at that point. Betting first three is becoming a better angle, in his opinion. I think he's going to be onto something with that. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not available at every single book, but one day I think it probably will be. One prop they love to give out, and it's relatively new to me, and I think it's BetMGM. They bet pitcher total outs. Love it. Love it. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, you're right. But, it is. I've never heard of this before until yeah. this year. Keith loves betting that. Uh-huh. Total outs for by a pitcher, mm-hmm. starting pitcher. Very it's, interesting. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Yep. Up next, we will uh, tie in some preseason matchups that we have this week in the NFL with season-long Outlooks. We're doing that next year on Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the sports betting network. This is Brent Musburger, and here is your VSIN action update. Now, here are the latest lines from my guys in the desert. The Oakland A's have won four straight, a pull within two games of the first place Houston Astros in the American League West Division. Sean Manaya on the hill with the A's, 8 and 7, a 3.26 ERA. As the A's lay a dollar forty-nine at Progressive Field against Tristan McKenzie of the Indians, plus one thirty-nine, nine over the total. The Boston Red Sox are fading. They have dropped eight of ten. They're four back of the Rays in the AL East. They're a dollar seventeen favorite at Fenway today against the Rays, who have won four straight. They're plus one hundred seven, nine and a half under the total. Chase Elliott, the plus 210 favorite from the NASCAR Cup race on the road course in Indianapolis Sunday. The VSIN College Football Betting Guide is here, and it's packed with information to give you an edge for the season. More than 100 pages of expert analysis, including conference championship predictions, win totals, playoff picks, and power ratings for every team. Go to vcin.com slash subscribe and get vcin all access, everything we have to offer this football season. With your action update, I'm Mike Senna. Get the latest VSIN odds at vsin.com. And remember, cash and tickets is what it's all about. It's time to follow the money with your hosts, Mitch Moss and Polly Howard. Live today from the OddsTrader.com studio here at Circa Resort and Casino. Go to OddsTrader.com, download the free OddsTrader app right now. Start winning with up to the second info that you need with live in-game odds and stats. You can also compare sportsbook sign-up bonuses at OddsTrader.com. Okay, so, Paulie, we have the Hall of Fame game now out of the way, and now we have the first full week, anyway, of preseason games in the NFL. With a couple of games on Thursday, more on Friday than a boatload on Saturday. So we can tie in maybe some of these matchups that we have on Thursday night and beyond with uh, the season-long outlook on these teams, for example. Uh, game number one, and Matt Eumann's told us that he likes a bet in this game last hour. Uh, the Patriots are catching two or now two and a half at some spots at home against the football team. And I know Ron Rivera had some pretty strong comments yes. talking about how his guys are absolutely going to play in this game, and he's excited about it. But now the football team laying up to two and a half in this game? Waiting for more information out of Belichick uh, and what, who's going to play and, and what's going to happen with New England. They're on a 9-2 and two run last 11. ATS is a home dog. But in any event, Rivera, we're going to play our guys. I'll tell you that right now. Great opportunity against a good football team, well coached. I'm excited about that potential. I think that having the three games and having a two-week prep period before the first regular season game is going to be good for us to play the guys a little bit more. Asked about Fitzpatrick, Rivera says the plan was to play him enough. Okay, you got to like to hear that. Yeah, and the defense... Each situation is a little different, but I'd say we'll take it as it comes uh, and and how they approach that as well. So I will go opposite sides with Matt in this one. And it's still it's still early. We've got a couple days yet sure. left, but I like what I'm hearing coming out of Washington as opposed to New England. And I think, I mean, you have a head coach saying we're excited and ready to go. Okay. Season-long outlook. Washington, mm-hmm. actually the win total now is down to eight. At Bat Rivers, division plus 265, or maybe a little bit better than that. To win the NFC is 22 to 1. NFL, uh, well, the title is 50 to 1. Now, for the football team, again, I've talked about this a lot. Their schedule is absolutely brutal. I do think, like, if you told me right now that Fitzpatrick was going to eliminate most of the dumb stuff that comes along with him, and he was going to give you the good, uh, this team would mm-hmm. be. 
that's like their one weakness to me is the quarterback still. And Fitzpatrick is an upgrade from what they had last year. But if they, let's say they made a different move in the offseason and it wasn't Fitzpatrick and it was a little bit better quarterback who's more stable, I would actually, despite the schedule, I'd be probably telling you that Washington can come out of the NFC. Again, like the coach a lot, like the personnel, they absolutely have weapons on offense. And the defense now is going to be, I think, on par. They have the personnel anyway and the talent on defense to be as good as like the Steelers overall. Mm. That's how good the defense is. Top just, five passing defense. Yeah, yep. yep. Some animals there. Get after the quarterback. Great coaching staff. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I, I don't know about that. You, I, you, okay, Alex Smith had a good year. I mean, I could get a bad Fitzpatrick, too. You never well, know. Well, no, no. Of, of, that's, that's the thing. Is a, That's part of the deal with him, is that you are going to absolutely get the bad. Right, and I'm high on the Patriots. I like what Lombardi said yesterday. I mean, a lot of things. COVID with Cam... Uh, a lot of things went wrong for him, and they still won seven games. And I love the, the you get Aguilar, Bourne, Smith, Henry, although he's banged up, but Edelman retires. But I love the moves that the Patriots made, and I think uh, they could challenge the Bills for the for the division. Yeah, you you have them actually, right? Yes, to win I, that division. I picked them in our betting guide to win the division. Okay. I, mean, I can't go chalk with everybody in every division, but sure. I think the Patriots have a big year. But I will take the Washington in this game uh, to start now. Uh, Murray will play for Arizona. Arian's not happy. Are you concerned at all about the hangover? He said they've been terrible practices. Because every time we have an off day, we look like garbage. Right, so so he says these guys are we're gonna play guys now because our practice was so bad. Right. Okay, I, I don't think Brady will allow it. He'll get on these guys, but still they had a rough practice, so Arians wasn't happy. The, Campbell said the Lions will play the starters a quarter and maybe even into the second quarter. And he's also still fit, trying to figure out how long to go now where we cut a preseason game and you got that time off between the last preseason game and when the regular season starts as well. So Campbell's trying to make up his mind what he wants to do there, but I would say at least see the starters for a quarter with the Detroit game. Yep. Now, as far as Arizona, uh, there's a, some, a couple quotes I like. Thanks to my buddy Ted Savransky as well. Uh, going back and forth with some, some good quotes here with the preseason. Kingsbury's excited. He was asked, are you guys prepared and ready to go? They take on the Cowboys. Good spot, right? Why would you bother playing Dak? He just had the Hall of Fame game. Right. Again. And it, Dallas's record in the preseason games going back is horrible. goes back when, when Garrett started, too. So they asked Kingsbury, are you ready to go? He says, we are. We are. The guys are ready to go against somebody else, and we're ready to execute. He believes the magic number of preseason games could be three. And I love calling the, uh, the plays for our players in these games and getting guys ready and evaluating them and who's ready to go. And he also already said that Murray's going to play too. You have all this, this this battle with the roster about these wide receivers. There's some good names and some talent. that You get Moore, Kirk, Isabella. Oh, they. But you have A.J. Green and Hopkins, so you're running out of room and spots. Sure. So and, at least some maybe some good guys are it's a, they're going to miss the not make the team and get cut. And it'll be a good battle for the wide receivers. It's also a big year for Murray. Now, I keep going back and forth. I like I like Arizona in this game Friday. Uh, how about the total? <laughs> it's a high total yeah, for a preseason game. Pre-season I would game, ask you this, Paul. So it's up to one and a half right now at some spots. If you're going to bet the Cardinals because you like them, do you go money line to avoid any shenanigans? Because as Matt Eumann said, three is not the key number in the preseason. No. A lot of these games land on one or two. The last thing they want to do is go to overtime. So a money line bet on the Cardinals actually might be a better play than laying the one and a half at this point. But I'm with you on, I mean, so approaching this game as if the Cardinals like want to win, I think would be kind of cool to see. It's a um, big year for Kingsbury. He's on a I hot seat. I would say seat. so, yes. I'm absolutely. going back. I forgot about some of this. They blew it last year. They won eight and eight. They should have made the playoffs. They lost at home to Detroit. They lost to Carolina. They blew that game at home to Miami. They had kicking issues. Now they have Prater. They lost at New England. Short yardage. They were horrendous. Yeah, see, they, they uh, blew, blew some of those games. Week 16 the, on that Amazon Prime game. Right. They lost at home to San Francisco. I think that was Beathard. They can't lose these games. They also got very fortunate to beat the Bills on that last yeah, second Hail Mary, of course. True. Right. And I'll tell you this, too. I mean, it's I'm not going to call it a make-or-break season for Kyler Murray, but I think it's very easy to get caught up in uh, – what you see with Kyler Murray on the football field because he can dazzle so easily and he jumps off the page. But I think if you really pay attention to Kyler Murray, 
at this point, and I, you know, I hope for his sake and for the team's sake, because I like good quarterback play, that he takes a leap in year three. I think when you really pay attention to Kyler Murray, you can come away and find a lot of plays where you're like, uh, I don't think he's very good. Like he, he looks at the first read so often, and then just wants to skedaddle and get out of there. And I get it; that's kind of a huge weapon for him. It's it is actually um, for him to take off like that. But I, I've watched so many plays for him. I'm just like, I, is he good? I'm confused on him. Because, again, it's easy to get trapped in that. Now, take this for what it's worth, because you hear this 95% of the time. But according to reports, A.J. Green is looking like he's rejuvenated, finally got out of Cincinnati. He's happy to be here with Murray, working this offense, and along other really good receivers. I go back and forth on him. I, I get, I, I said they, I'd be surprised if they have a big year, make the playoffs, or it all falls apart and guys lose their jobs. But Green, Butler, Watt, but some of these guys are at the, they're at the of line. Of course they that, are. That's the other thing. And then mm-hmm. you lost Reddick and Peterson. Mm-hmm. I mean, because you signed Watt, you essentially lost uh, Reddick. Right. And Jones appears, he's, he's not happy as well. So, well, I mean, they got to get out of the gates. I mean, that's, that, that could be 3 and 0 to start, could be 1 and 2. But Titans, Vikings, Jags, you better at least go 2 and 1 there if you want to make the playoffs in that tough division. The, yeah, I was going to say the J.J. Watt angle is, yeah, he's a three time defensive player of the year. It's now a long time ago. Here's a good quote from Calvin Ridley. He was asked about Smith taking over and what's changed with Atlanta, if you want to use this in, their, in the preseason. The whole program has changed. It's harder for the better. New weight room, new coach, new strength coach, and Coach Smith, he's tough. He wants to win now. He's on everybody and everyone. I'm a buy-in type of player, and I believe in, in our coach. Very smart. I can feel it. I can see the stuff of what they're saying and what we're doing at practice. I can see that things are getting better. We're looking better and stronger, and I believe in my in our system. Not a ringing endorsement of Quinn. No, not not at all. But uh, glowing report so far, at least from one guy, about Smith and the new staff as well. Well, there's no reason why that offense can't be you know one of the best in football, or certainly like top ten for sure this year for the Falcons. Yes, they lost Julio Jones, but they added Kyle Pitts, who, again, you know one of the best tight tight end press prospects we've ever seen. I think Ridley's going to have an absolutely huge year. First of all, he yeah. was targeted a ton a year ago with Julio Jones. And he was kind of like the baton was passed a year ago and really can take off as that true alpha as the wide receiver. And I know I, the problem with Matt Ryan is like you can't really bank on him to win a, good, a big game at this point. I think we all know that. But he can still put up really, really good numbers and offense can really be solid. And I just, I mean, it's going to be addition by subtraction for sure simply from going to Quinn, you know, from Quinn to Smith as the new guy. Mm-hmm. Other games, Vikings catching points against Denver, Zimmer 20 and 5 ATS in the preseason. You got, you got conflicting trends going head to head in that Raider game because Gruden's so good week one, but Carroll's like 38 and 18 ATS. Although, yeah. you know, Matt made the good point about guys banged up and, and maybe Carroll doesn't care, but uh, he's got a great ATS record in the preseason. Um, and that game Saturday night, like the Cardinals, as I mentioned. You have to, I love the Bears quarterback rotation. Matt ripped the worst rotations, and I agree with him, but uh-huh. I, I, the Bears have a great quarterback rotation. And the other question is how long are they going to go with Dalton in the regular season? Well, there's when, a, does, when does Fields take this job? Again, look at the number they're laying in this game. Mm-hmm. It's three and a half. Some spots have the Bears at four against the Dolphins. You, know, you don't see that a lot in the, in the preseason where you have you know bigger point spreads and a field goal. How about the – I know we talked about this earlier, but the – what is it, a five- or six-point move in the Jaguar six game? Six-point move. Six-point move in six that point game. Six-point move. Yeah. Cleveland was as high as four, and Jacksonville got as high as two in that game. Yeah. And, okay. it is, and it's two, two in most places. And the other one, Saturday, the Ravens are two-and-a-half at home against the Saints. Peyton uh, on, a, on a horrible ATS run in the preseason, and the gift that keeps on giving, the ATM machine. Never see this again. Harbaugh's won 17 preseason games in a row and is 15-1-1 ATS. Okay, so, but as we talked about again with the Saints, how do you think Payne's going to approach this? Because there is no more Drew Brees. Like, he doesn't know who that guy is going to be at quarterback going into the season, in theory. Well, maybe he knows. Maybe he knows right now? Maybe it's Winston, yeah. I, Does he not want to see it, uh, you think, in a game? I don't know, I'm just throwing it out there. I don't know. Yeah. I, I would say, though, maybe a series and Peyton doesn't care. Peyton hasn't cared with the preseason. I'm not. You can't, I can't go against Harbaugh. No, I mean that's the very difficult thing, to make a case. Yeah. The other thing too is the, the Huntley and these type of guys was they always have these quarterbacks who I think Matt was talking about. Who was talking about it, Matt? But they always have these quarterbacks, second, third string, fourth string, that play breaks down, offensive line stinks. They can keep the play alive, scramble for a first down, whatever. And but when you won 17 straight preseason games, 
That's just crazy in, okay. in, in the 15 one and one ATS run. Yeah, you also brought up the Vikings in that angle. With, uh, Mike Zimmer, 20-5 and five in the preseason. Uh, Broncos, your season-long outlook on Denver. I think, you know, they had a lot of hype. If you go back a month ago, the thought was they could actually land Aaron Rodgers. They didn't. So the quarterback situation now, again, is this really going to come down to Bridgewater versus Locke? I mean, without seeing anything play out right now in the preseason, Bridgewater would have to be the guy unless Locke absolutely proves it on the field that he's better than him, right? Locke would have to steal the job, I would think, from Bridgewater to be the guy. But the overall numbers on the Broncos anyway, I'm not... Are, that I get it. The defense, in theory, is supposed to be back to what it was, you know, a handful of years ago. They have good personnel peppered across the, you know, all three uh, levels of play. They have weapons on offense, good running backs, nice receivers. But... A win total of eight and a half? Are we so sure that they finish ahead of the Raiders in the AFC West? No. They could be the worst team in that division. Yeah, they could be. Yes. The thing with got the Raiders last year was they were so bad at home, which I know we didn't have that, and that's a big story of this season with home field coming back. Right. As his teams were, what was it, uh, one game under five hundred last year for the season and 6-6 six and six in the playoffs, not counting the Super Bowl. So welcome back home field. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, where is it? 127, 128, and 1 last year in the regular season. The worst record for home teams in NFL history. Raiders won two, two home games. Two. Yeah, that's right. They were 2 and 6. Yep. That has to change. Now, they gave away some of them. Yeah. I can think of the Dolphins game top of my head. I think the Ravens game is huge right out of the gates. I would say so. Yeah. If they can steal that one, because it's, I mean, their schedule, it goes Ravens at home, Steelers on the road. Like, if the Steelers are going to be improved offensively and the offensive line is legit, they're going to be a player this year. Um, and I know they won the division a year ago, but they were kind of fugazi, in my opinion. Um, that is a very difficult 1-2 out of the gates for the Raiders. My God, to play both those teams from the AFC North? Uh-huh. Huge. Another one Saturday night, Battle of L.A. Chargers are four against the Rams. McVeigh, you want to? that's a guy, the last couple of years... And he's, I don't think he's going to play Stafford at all. I think he said yeah. that. No, well, Stafford, Stafford won't play. I'd be and careful, too, he because he had the thumb recently. So. Right. Well, he said everybody the last couple of years. Right. Well, I don't count last year, but you know what I'm saying. Right. Like, no one would play. I mean, McVeigh is absolutely, don't get anybody hurt. Run the ball. Let's get out of here. Get the game over with. I can't stand these things. Yeah. And a first-year coach that angle with too the Chargers here, yep. obviously. Where they're going to want to see, hey, guys, come on, let's go out there with a new game plan. I want to see how we look, crisp on offense, maybe go out there and play a quarter or so, and then uh, get out of there with no injuries whatsoever. But a lot of these numbers, obviously, you see this. The key number, again, not so much three in the preseason, because when it comes down to it, uh, these teams are not going to play for a tie at all. The last thing they want is overtime. You're going to see a lot of games finish with scores of you know, a one-point one margin or like a 22-20 game, where it comes down to that two-point play that was converted or not. So the three in the preseason really not that big of a deal over the years. Up next, season-long NFL props. Uh, Let's get into who who will be the highest-scoring team this year, who will be the lowest-scoring team. That's coming up here on Follow the Money. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better 
making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the Challenge Gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Season, the football season on the right foot with our expert analysis and picks for conference champions, Heisman hopefuls and playoff teams, plus power ratings for every team. Now is also a great time to get your all-access fees and subscription, including our college and pro football betting guides, along with everything we offer for the entire football season. Get your college betting guide for only $19.99 or start your free all-access trial today at vcin.com slash subscribe. So DraftKings, they have a great menu for season-long props in the NFL. So in terms of their team futures, they are offering a betting menu for the highest-scoring team and the lowest-scoring team on the entire year. The Chiefs, in terms of the highest-scoring team, of course, they are the favorites. They are at 5-1. to one. The Buccaneers are number two on the betting board at plus 750. The Bills in that offense, 10-1. to one. Packers are 12. Ravens are 14. So on. And so forth. I think one good way to look at this is to look at the schedule, the strength of schedule versus opposing defenses. And that's how I would start. So on this scale, when you look at who they're playing this year, the Chiefs, believe it or not, have the eighth easiest schedule against defenses on the season. And they're five to one. I'll flip that. The Buccaneers have a have the sixth hardest schedule against opposing defenses this year. The Packers on that list at 12 to 1, 
they have the third most difficult schedule against opposing defenses. By the way, the Seahawks face the number one overall schedule in terms of most difficult defenses. Oh. Um, so maybe another reason why they might come back to the pack a little bit this year. I will go down the board. Look, I, I'm going to you know fully admit this, that I'm super high in the 49ers this year. Um, Kyle Shanahan came out, I think it was yesterday, and said Trey Lance is absolutely going to play this year. So what does that mean? Uh. Is he going to start games eventually, or is he just going to come in and spell? I think they have the. I think they're going to be a team that's going to score touchdowns on defense, and they can create short field position because the defense is going to be so good again this season. And I think the offense is going to be really good. If you're looking to go down the board a little bit, I would take a peek at them at eighteen to one. Uh, the Titans with that offense are twenty to one. Another long shot. Again, that could be one, right? Yes, because their defense is not good. Have to be in shootouts. Yes, exactly right. That's going to be the angle with that team. Uh, the the Falcons, by the way, are twenty eight to one. If you want to buy in on that, the uh, the, the oh, Titans, sorry. by the way, face a schedule that's uh, a little bit above average in terms of uh, difficulty. Okay, and then are the Chiefs and Buccaneers sitting people in blowouts? Yeah, I mean, right? are, are they up three, four scores in the fourth quarter, and it's backups in, and they get get out of here. Mm-hmm. Don't get someone hurt. In terms of the lowest scoring team this year, the Texans are four to one. Yeah. Well, come on. Well, I mean. Have you heard one person say, I got to tell you, I'm going to go contrarian and take the over on this team this year? Now, what's going on? He Watson misses five days of practice, no reason given. Then he shows up and he's talking to the GM and John McClain out there, uh, says, who covers the team, says he'll never play it another down. Right, but he's practicing yesterday, but then it came out that he was treating an ankle injury last week. So, but yeah, he was very strong on that yesterday. John, who's been covering that team for like four decades said simply what you just pointed out. He's never going to play for the Texans ever again. But beyond that, Tyrod Taylor, uh, Davis Mills, the rookie from Stanford, not a lot to like anywhere across the board. I can't believe that number. We'll talk to Adam Chernoff in a half an hour. He pointed, they signed 36 guys in the offseason. How is that possible? That just tell, And they bring in a 65-year-old head coach. But I would look at the Eagles or the Giants as well. Other than because you don't want if you want to go chalky with the Texans, yeah, with the obvious choice, but the Eagles in a full rebuild, new coach, what's that going to look like? And if something happens again to Barkley and he can't stay healthy, uh, Jones has good numbers when he's on the field, but when he's not, it's a horror show. Yeah, see, and I can see that team yeah. playing in low scoring, sure, defensive minded games because their defense is actually solid. They don't have a good offensive line, uh, they didn't improve the weapons zone. Is Barkley going to be healthy? Like you said, they're 14 to 1. Um, I don't think Jacks. I would not bet Jacksonville. Well, the Jags are twelve to one. They're going to score no, points this either. year. Yeah, Jets and Lions obvious choices too. Uh, Jets at eight to one kind of jump right. out a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Wilson struggles. And Here's yes. the thing: the Texans have the fifth easiest schedule this year against defenses. The Dolphins have the fourth easiest. Um, bat, the how? See here you go. The Lions they have the fourth most difficult schedule against opposing defenses this year. Cool. Again, could be absolutely. Nasty watching that team play. Let's follow the money here on VEASAN. Good prop, though. Oh, very good. Great yeah, props. The, the, the menus are yep. just tremendous. Yep. We'll continue going down this path. Other season-long bets that are uh, available this year. Let's look at teams with some of the lowest expectations entering the season. When will they win their first game? Yes, you can bet on this. Special offer for new customers. How about this? Get an instant 10 bucks free upon sign up and then earn $10 for every $1,000 wagered up to 1000 bucks. Visit vcin.com slash horses for details. And when you go to vcin.com slash horses, you're also going to find a new feature. Daily Saratoga picks from veteran handicapper Ed Seahorn. Use the bonus code Vegas1000. That's vcin.com slash horses. Promo code is Vegas1000. Now, how about this? Also at uh, DraftKings, you can bet on uh, the team's first win, Pauly. For example, Jacksonville. 
And uh, they put up like pretty much every game on the board on their schedule. Well, first of all, week one, they're $1.50 against the Texans. So let's, for uh-huh. the sake of this year, assuming they you know, wipe that one off the board for a second. Beyond that, um, where would you look? Cincinnati, 8-1. to one. Okay, because they could lose at home to Denver and Arizona yes. back-to-back. Yes. And then go on the road to Cincinnati and win at 8-1. to one. Because at that time, the money line will not be close to eight to one. Well, a lot of remember crazy things happen in week one. Of course, look, it does. look at Jacksonville last year. Right, right. They upset the Colts, and that was their only win. Mm-hmm. And uh, even a great coach like Sean Payton has been horrible in the first couple games of the season. That's a Thursday night game. Yeah, Jacksonville and Cincinnati. Yeah, I'll, I'll go one uh, one further though. I think they can go zero and four. Really? Then you have a fourteen to one shot in the money line against Tennessee at home. Or a 40 to 1 shot against Miami at home. Because I think they can lose to Houston in week one. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not going to sit here and, like, that's going to be the people who play the survivor here at Circa. A lot of people, I think, are going to say, screw it, I'm taking Jacksonville. I'll just get rid of them for the whole season. I, I'm not, I don't think it's a shoe in by any stretch. No, well, nothing is ever. But if they lose that game, they can certainly lose their next three Denver, Arizona, and Cincinnati. Then who knows? Tennessee might be struggling a little bit, have a bad defense. Um, the Jets tricky. So they're plus one seventy-five at Carolina in yeah. Week One. Okay, beyond that, their first win. Patriots at home is plus two ten in Week Two. Again, this is the first win we're looking for. If they start zero and two, Week Three at Denver right now, their first win would be five to one. Titans in uh, Week Four at Atlanta in Week Five. That London game. That's why I'm looking at that. It's a London game. Mm. Crazy things can happen with that scenario. Yeah, eleven to one. Yes. Interesting. But they could. Now you can. You can. Any of those could go their way. Uh, the first three games. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they could be zero and three, or they could. But I, I would say the London game at eleven to one before yeah. the bye. I think there's a chance that the Jets are going to be pretty bad again this year, yeah. like really bad. Uh, I know Captain Obvious here, but what about? Uh, Halloween at home against Cincinnati. Were you going that fourteen to one? You're going that far down. Well, remember last year they yeah wasn't their win total six and a half last year, and it looked like they were not going to win a game at all. Yeah, I thought they'd be I thought they'd be half decent. It was a great call. They were atrocious. It was a joke. That was one of your better it ones. Jo- it was a joke. I yeah. know. <laughs> now, how about this? How about the first loss for teams? Love this. This this Excellent. one's better to me. Yep. Yep. When will KC lose for the first time? They get Cleveland in week one, but they're actually not even the shortest shot on the board. The Ravens are in week two. At Baltimore's plus 175. Cleveland's plus 210. The Chargers in week three, five to one. That's at home in KC. They're at Philly in week four. That's nine to one. Wow. This is great. I would say Tennessee, 20 to one. That is October 24th on the road. I would Mahomes go. owns Jackson. Very true. That was that was misleading last year. Yes, it was close, but they had a comfortable lead. Then Mahomes got hurt in the playoff game. Okay. Well, again, but if but, that if that call is not well, okay, the we call right before halftime. That's four, that's fourteen ten going into halftime. They made some mistakes too. I'm right. Not, okay. I thought they were in total control, but in any event, how about I go the he, week before at Washington? Oh. Nah, nah, that defense I, I turned him over a couple of times. Yeah, but that's other. That's another angle I like to Tennessee because it's back-to-back road games too. I would say at Tennessee, they lost last year at Tennessee. Right? Was it, yeah, and Tennessee had a wasn't that the fiasco with the field goal? It was a two years. I can't remember with the COVID now. Last year they lost. Wasn't the field goal debacle or was that two years ago? I think it was two. Was it two years, years ago? ago. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. in any event, 20, twenty to one, they lost the last trip there. Uh, Hell of a game in the AFC title game a couple years ago. That sure. was it was two years ago. You're right. That was two years ago because they, they were down big in the first half and they came right. roaring back. I, I'll I'll say twenty to one. They lose at Tennessee for their first loss. Look, I, I think you can create some pretty good opportunities here. Sure, twenty one on Tennessee looks sexy. I would also say like this team can certainly go four and zero at home against Buffalo. You can grab eleven to uh-huh. one in the money line. Like you can get creative right now and uh-huh. set up great opportunities. You can grab a Buffalo eleven to one in the money line and come back with KC then what, in week wow. five. If you really want to get nuts. Are you thinking they get off to this long, unbeaten streak, and then it's how they play it down the stretch, and maybe they sit people? Well, how about this? I, I don't know. I mean, that, that's I'll give you one, Paul. 
Week nine, they get Green Bay at home. Uh, Green Bay is fifty to one. It's a great prop. Can they go eight? No, of no. course they can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're that good. Yeah, and you can create that big of an opportunity right now by grabbing the Packers fifty to one to be their first loss. Well, what's I can't see the screen. What's the loss? Out, what loss out here? To the Raiders? Well, Ra- Raiders played them tough last Six, year. Actually, that's another one. The Raiders won in Kansas City. Yeah. And then the Raiders had the the close call out here. I, actually, for whatever I, I, reason, the Raiders gave them fits. I would consider betting both of those: the Packers at fifty to one and the Raiders at sixty-five to one. At sixty-five? Yeah. Okay. And that's the other thing because we we get emails and tweets on this, and I know Lombardi thinks it'll be a big advantage. I don't know what to expect out here. Yeah, it's great. We have this billion-dollar yeah. stadium. But it's also Las Vegas, and you just see what the before all the before the the COVID thing, the the this number two highest, however you want to say it, the number two ticket on all these sites was when Buffalo came out here. Then you see how crazy the tickets are for the Ravens game, and then uh, right. it's everybody coming out. Every every fan will want to come out here to watch their team and come and party in Las Vegas. It's going to be a madhouse when the Bears come here. Sure, but the other one, I know a guy. Who has tickets, season tickets on the 50 yard line? He sold his tickets week one against the Ravens. He's paid for his season tickets now yeah, yeah. just by selling the one game. You know what I would do if I'm a coach and a team in the NFL? I would have already brought in people from the NHL to come and talk to us and our team and our organization about what it's like to go on a road trip that includes Las Vegas on the schedule. That first time around, that first year. I can't I can't see that. Last year I'm throwing it out because of the pandemic. I can see it. NBA, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. NBA yeah. it happens. Oh, NBA, guys NBA, like, yeah, for sure. Ha- NFL not happening. NFL I have a guys tough time. Go, guys aren't going out before the game. I can't, it's, uh, no, man. Not an NFL. I can't see it. What seventeen games? Only no, I can't yeah. see it. Hockey, yeah. NBA, yes, because there's so many games and you're more time, more time in the city. That's a really good prop bet. It's really That's good. The, the Buccaneers are on the list as well. We'll save that one for a little bit later on. But, yeah, get creative there. Up next, we'll get into today's Major League Baseball card, a full schedule highlighted by the Dodgers and the Phillies. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., 
We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't wait days for your winnings. Cash out instantly with BetRivers' new feature, Rush Pay. Get your cash when you want it. BetRivers Sportsbook, the industry leader with exclusive bets, daily specials, odds boost, and the most in-play betting options out there. Not valid in Iowa. Valid in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Play SugarHouse.com in Jersey. Must be 21. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Adam, sure enough, on the program in 20 minutes, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, we'll talk some NFL with him at that point. Today's Major League Baseball schedule, we'll get to. Again, last night, the emails today flooding in from the Royals and the Yankees game. We had a uh, viewer, a Vison, uh member of the audience, the Follow the, Many, uh, Follow the Money Army yesterday, who drove from Colorado to Kansas City to watch the game. Had the over. As he's at the game, he's thinking, I can't, this is silly. Why did I bet this game? And then all of a sudden, it's, you know, 0-0 turns into 1-1, turns into 2-2, eventually it's 5-5 in the 10th, and it goes over 8-6 final. Whiskey and a revolver yeah, is terrible. one of the best sayings I've ever heard in my entire life. Honestly, it is. Terrible. Uh, uh, yep. Yep. The, are you surprised the Astros are only $1.70? This is the game they lose, right? Uh, the Rockies are 13-40 and 40 on the road. Yeah. But the Astros, who are, seem at their best, you mentioned that yesterday, about their record at home against some of these big boys, and then they lose to Detroit. Let me get that they get again. swept by Detroit. They lose three out of four to Minnesota. And now they got the Rockies coming to town. And the Rockies, one of the wor- the, the worst, second worst uh, road record in all of baseball. Yeah. And then yeah. you got Texas. Not only has Texas lost 14 in a row on the road and 13 and 43 on the road, they have 11 runs in their last six games. They're 28th in runs or 26th in runs allowed and they're 29th in batting average. Allard, the guy going to, they, they're, they're 1 in 10 in the last 11 starts this guy's made. Uh. And Gilbert's number one in ROI. Uh, there's going to be a lot of run line bets on the Mariners tonight. They'll be involved in a lot of parlays as well. This, yeah, from Kevin Rogers yesterday. Good tweet. Astros one and nine this year at home okay. against the Orioles, Twins, and Tigers. There it is. But they're eight and two against the White Sox, Red Sox, and Yankees at home. Okay, the Rockies qualify certainly in that group, the first group that I talked about. But also, they're it's on the road. They're actually worse. That's the deal. I mean, to have this. With two teams, Pauly, would be something special. We're getting it with three in mm-hmm. the same season yep. that we're talking about historically bad here. And your other one's Arizona, 14-43. and 43. Giants, what, 12-2 and two against them this year, whatever it is? Uh-huh. Giants, 74-41. and 41. Arizona, 35-78. and 78. Got to get Wood going. It's supposed to be Wood tonight for the Giants. And where's this going to go to? You know, 220 right now with Bet Rivers. I mean, that that's, they'll bet the Giants. Why not? Public bets them every day. 14-3 and three run on an off day, too. 
I wonder how our good buddy Mike Palm is going to approach this uh, Dodgers-Phillies game today. Stay away from him. Will he take? Will he look at the Phillies red hot right now, maybe in the first five, avoiding any bullpen shenanigans out of that team? They're plus 146 for the game right now. Total is 8.5 in that contest against Max Scherzer. Pointed this out earlier. Scherzer has already faced the Phillies three times this year, of course, going back to his stint with the Nationals. Stint is the wrong word, but you know what I'm saying. Uh, very good ERA, sub 1-5. The fifth, those around 3-6-5, which is still good, respectable, but maybe that ERA is slightly uh, misleading. And uh, the Phillies now red hot, right? You say this all the time. Baseball is a game where you want to bet on the streak, not against the streak. And this is a great story with the Phillies now. It's plenty of low streak in this sport. Yep. Yeah. I can't believe what the Mets are laying. I know the Nats have lost six or seven. They, they traded everybody. But the what, run the Mets are on in Carrasco, 230, 240? Yeah. Up to 245 in that game. 245 with the Mets. Jesus. Yep. Uh, here's one more. Um, J-Hap takes on the Pirates today in Pittsburgh. And, I mean, again, you'll see how bad J-Hap must be because the Pirates are so awful to only open as a $1.20 favorite. If you go back all the way to May 12th, here are some of the runs, the earned runs allowed per game by Hap. 9-6-4-5-4-5-3-5-3-7-4-9. There's a couple of twos in there. He essentially... Uh, I'm looking, does he have a quality start at all? His last quality start, June 27th against Cleveland. Six innings, two earned runs, seven strikeouts. Beyond that, you got to go back all the way to April 28th, the last time he had a quality start. So, with how bad he's been, and the Pirates can score runs occasionally, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe a, a first five-team total over for the Pirates in this game. Perhaps he's a disaster, I can't believe the BABIP. That is, that's had some good years. Yes, he has. The batting average of balls in play is 330. Mercy. He's allowed nine earned runs in two games back to May. He's allowed five earned runs or more, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven times since May. (laughs) He's still pitching. A lot of bad pitchers tonight. Maybe that William Hill prop, they put it up every day. Will there be a grand slam? $1.15, $1.20. Dollar fifteen, dollar twenty. Is that what it is? Okay. The Angels should get swept today too. The Blue Jays should get the broom out in this doubleheader, because Rodriguez is making only a second start. They're two and eight last ten against teams with a winning record. You mentioned all the guys who've been out. Toronto's ten and one last eleven first game of a doubleheader. Then I like them in the nightcap too. Stripling's only a dollar forty. The Angels have lost eight straight home starts when Suarez toes the rubber. Uh huh. And the Blue Jays are hot. One winners of nine of eleven. White Sox, 14 and 4 run against the Twins. Keichel, $1.45. Which a lot of this stuff is chalky with leans. But again, look at this. It's a 58 19 run for the favorites the I last know. six days in baseball. One loser yesterday. It was a bad start by Castillo. Oh, yeah, nothing. Right. That was rough. And the Reds taking on the Braves. Braves, 9 and 1 last 10 starts by Smiley. They've won 5 of 6. They only lost. They blew it in the ninth inning Saturday night against uh, Washington. But we'll see where the Reds are at. And uh, we got a good email, too, about the first time in forever the Reds traveled on the day of a game. They stayed in Cincinnati and then didn't work. You saw, saw how they played, which I know it's no momentum in baseball. It comes down to the starting pitcher. Cassio wouldn't give them a chance. Sure. Uh, but now they go Cincinnati, Cleveland, now Atlanta. And a big series with the Braves only a couple out, and they can maybe gain some ground here on the Phillies because they have that big series against the Dodgers. And I, I lean Dodgers, but I'm with you what we said earlier, first five. I don't want any part of this bullpen. I think you get a big start out of Scherzer again. Yeah, yeah. And a shot, because he's play, pitched well against him, and plus it seems like you get that shot in the arm when you acquire a big name. Uh, McKenzie, bad numbers with the Indians. And this is funky. The A's have won 12 straight starts against the uh, AL Central when Manea's on the mound. Cortez goes again for the Yankees. Look at that total. Another, mm-hmm. t- another big total against Lynch. What is it now, 10, uh, 10 and 12, 10 and 12 for the Yankees? Boone's right. He was proud of the Getting guys hot. last night. I mean, he's still, he could have got frustrated. They kept responding. They blew it in the seventh. They blew it in the eighth. They blew it in the ninth. They, blew, and they came back and answered every single yep. time. I give them credit. All right, Paul, I, I must point this out because I did this probably three weeks ago. Um, Keegan Aiken 
is on the mound today for the Orioles. It's his first start since uh, the middle to late July. He's made a couple of appearances. He got hurt. He was on the IL. Uh, or actually, that may have been COVID. I, for, I forget at this point. But he takes on Casey Mize, who's been one of the best ROI pitchers and one of the best mm-hmm. underpitchers and, on the year. And Detroit's number four in the league. Yeah. Yep. So Aiken came back in relief uh, last week against Detroit. He only threw um, a few pitches, actually uh, took on three batters. And then he came out for three innings against the Yankees last week as well and uh, faced 10 batters, only allowed one hit. But going back, this was our new Matt Harvey at the time. So keep this in mind uh, before he went on the IL. Aiken from June 16th in six starts with 24 innings pitched had an ERA of 12.2. Six home runs allowed, 33 earned runs in those 24 innings. Nothing was good about it. 13 walks a 444 on base percentage. The BABIP was 456. Remember, his third inning alone. So it was the second time through the lineup is where he turned into a disaster, making his first start again in a while. So we'll, we'll monitor here today. But in that six game stretch for Keegan Aiken before he went on the IL, his third inning ERA was 25.5. He allowed 17 earned runs in six innings. With a 5.53 on base, four home runs, a 3.50 whip, and a 12.67 FIP. <laughs> so really, that one inning alone—it was the second. I went back and looked at all the games and what happened. Once he got back to the top of the order for the second time, it was just here come the the floodgates are opening up. And so again, making his first start in a while. I don't get the price at all. Yeah. Which it's been a while, but they've lost his last six starts too. Yep. And the Tigers are a, a good story. And that's another team you can put in that category with that with the you know how bad the Orioles are playing right now, sure. the Pirates and, and and Texas. I mean, how do you? I, I, this is something. We've had a team lose fourteen in a row on the road, soon to be fifteen tonight. I think they'll lose to Gilbert. Orioles lost twenty in a row on the road, yeah. and Arizona lost twenty eight to twenty nine on the road. <laughs> twenty eight out of twenty nine on the road again should be impossible. Uh, what do you want to do with the A's today? Manea, his last time out. Well, I like him. Yeah, I mentioned uh, McKenzie, bad numbers, and Cleveland really struggling in that good that trend from Covers.com. But for whatever reason, they've won 12 in a row yeah. when he's on the mound against uh, this division. Um, now, because, and, and he, the Red Sox series enormous. I think the, I'm with you. I think the Red Sox win tonight. they got to get going here. I mean, this is it's definitely cause for concern when you lose 9 of 11. And now you got all these teams because the Yankees keep winning. The Blue Jays are playing good ball. And again, something I never would have, would have thought of two weeks ago. The Red Sox can miss the playoffs entirely. That's certainly on the table. Sure. If the Yankees Good continue race. to be the side, the Blue Jays obviously are playing great ball as well. Um, yeah, no, no. My only thing about Manea was he was bad his last start. But that basically means nothing. Look at Giolito. I like that. Right. Well, that, you know I, I mean, you, I can't, but that happens. So, I mean, and, and I talk about Aiken. Well, he was bad for a long time. Manea got down to like 30 to 1 to win the AL Cy Young. He had a bad start against the Pod race. Yep. Okay. Will he bounce back? He had a plethora of really good starts all the way going back to like the middle of May until his last one. So Brewers don't know what they're doing in game two. Not as yep. far as I can tell. Right, and the Cubs are throwing a guy uh, making his making his first start in game one against Freddie yep. Peralta. Up next, uh, NFL better Adam Chernoff is going to join the program. We will pit teams with similar win totals next to each other. Adam will tell us which team he likes to win more games in that matchup coming up next. official challenge podcast is back for another season and so are we i'm tori deal and i'm anisa ferreira the wait is over guys all stars four is finally here and this season takes it to a whole new level old school legends modern power players and ex-lovers are all competing in cape town south africa for the prize of three hundred thousand dollars and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast listen to mtv's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts the big take from bloomberg news brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world 
We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.